Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Kitchen Counter Talks. I'm your host, Alyssa. And I'm Jordan. And this week, we've got a super fun episode with some write-in questions and advice questions that we will be answering, which I'm super excited about. Yeah, me too. Yeah, these are always fun. Um, Before we get to that, Jordan, how are you? I am good. I really have nothing new or exciting to share, except I do have a fun fact. Oh, Um, okay. I'm excited. Fun fact, if you're not from Minnesota or the Twin Cities area, we woke up to a good nine inches of snow yesterday, mm-hmm. and it was pretty. It was pretty upsetting due to the fact that it was now April. Um, yep. But my fun fact for you is: for the first time ever, we have gotten ten plus inches of snow for five consecutive months. Man, <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I know. That really sucks. But that is a fun fact. Mm-hmm. It kind of, though, like it is a sucky fact, but I've been feeling like I was going mad and I was like, this winter has to be worse than any of the other winters. Yeah. And that fact proves that it has been. Yeah. I I don't like the in-between. I don't like it when... I love when the snow falls and it's like Mm -hmm. fresh, beautiful white snow. And then I like it when the snow is gone. But Mm -hmm. I really, really, really do not like it when the snow is melting and everything's slushy and muddy. And Mm -hmm. for the months of pretty much March, April, and May, it's Mm -hmm. the slush, muddy, gross weather. And that's why I don't like Uh spring. No offense to spring, but I just don't like it because it's just gross in Minnesota. It's hard to like spring in Minnesota because it's like false hope. Like yeah, all winter, you're like, I just have to get to, usually my like end goal is March. I just have to get to March. Mm-hmm. Then you get to March and that also sucks. And you're like, okay, April, here we go. I can do this. Yeah. You get to April, it snows 10 inches the first day. Yeah. So Well, I thought it was such a tease because the last day of March, it, it was melting. I looked out my window yeah, and there was uh-huh. grass. I could see the grass and it was melting. So much grass, yeah. And then it started raining and I'm like, yes, this is going to melt all the snow. Uh-huh. I'm so glad it's not snowing. I bundle up on my couch Friday night, just so happy that I can hear the rain hitting my window. Mm-hmm. My dad comes into town. I go out the door to grab him and bring him inside. And yeah. what do I know? There's about a <laughs> foot of snow on the ground and the biggest chunkiest snowflakes are falling on the ground yep i will say it was beautiful but it was was like the prettiest snow ever yeah it was probably the prettiest snowfall we've gotten which was fun but -hmm. then it was heavy because it was warm because it was like rain that turned into snow so it was a pretty snowfall but i'm a little bit annoyed but that's okay you know what else this is the last thing i'll say about it because people probably don't care but that's okay we care um (laughs) (laughs) um I feel like we've had tons of snowstorms this year. Like, it hasn't just, like, sprinkled a little snow. Oh, no. If it snows, Mm -hmm. it's going all out. But every time, they hype it up so much. And by they, I mean, like, meteorologists, the radio people, news channels. Everyone is like, you're going to have to take cover. This is going to be crazy. There's going to be so much snow. This was, like, not talked about at all. It was, like, Mm -hmm. this glossed over thing. And this time, trees actually did fall down. Yeah, people it was actually so heavy. did. Yeah. It was so heavy. Half my neighborhood, the trees, like not the big ones, but like the little the littler trees, ones. Yeah. have fallen over. People actually did lose power on this one. Yeah, that's like, crazy. It was so wild that it was just like 
not talked about yeah no big deal (laughs) i will say though when i feel like every single snowfall we've had this year has been just a massive snowstorm we have had so many snowstorms and we haven't had any little like oh it's gonna snow for an hour today and then be done Mm -hmm. it's been intense Mm -hmm. every single time and i will say i do appreciate that about the weather this year because Mm -hmm. i really don't like those mini snowfalls where it's like oh this is kind of fun it's snowing and it's gonna be so pretty and then it's like no it stops and it's like thank you you just gave me an inch of snow for nothing what am i supposed to do with this you Uh know like either give me no inches or give me 10 inches and i'm exactly that's what i want yeah so well what's new with you um not a lot my family was in town this weekend which was fun we went to the car show at the convention center and that was pretty fun got to see got to see some cars um because the lease on our car is up coming up this summer and okay apparently you have to start sooner than later to figure out what you're gonna do Mm. when that happens and so we're in that process right now which has been eventful but yeah we'll figure it out yeah (laughs) so that's what we've been up to and then I don't have to work on Monday so I have a long weekend which is really nice nice. Yeah, yeah super excited about that um yeah and then we've got Easter coming up which is also yeah exciting see that's going back to the weather (laughs) but like (laughs) easter clothes like people will be like look at these cute easter outfits you can wear to sunday brunch and i'm like no i can't wear any of that stop see i think halloween and easter are the cutoffs those need to be the winter cutoffs we cannot have winter before halloween we cannot have winter after easter i love that idea yeah we got to talk to God about that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see him. He's like, you can move somewhere else where that does yeah. happen. <laughs> He's like, I made Minnesota to uh-huh. have winter all the way through both of those yeah. seasons. You got to deal with it. All right. Whatever you say. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we jump into it? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Do you want to read the first one? Sure. Okay. I wanted to share an experience I've been having with a friend of mine in college. We live in the same suite and were very close last semester, but this semester things have changed drastically. It seems like she only hangs out with me when her other friends are busy and she needs someone to go to social events with and not look like a loner. I feel like I'm constantly the second choice and it's getting really tiring. Last semester, when her friend was busy with exams, we spent a lot of time together. But now that her friend has more free time, my friend has completely ditched me for her cooler friends. It's clear that she doesn't want to introduce me to her friends and will only come to me when her other friends are busy. It's really hard to accept this change in our friendship, especially because I thought we were so close before. I don't want to be someone's backup plan or just a person to hang out with when no one else is available. Has anyone else experienced something like this before? I'd love to hear your thoughts and any advice you might have on how to handle the situation. Mm. That's a tough situation. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've both been through that a couple of times. Yeah, absolutely. I think we've all been there and it just, Mm -hmm. it sucks a lot. Yeah. Um, But it's kind of like they're showing you who they are, what their intentions are. And unfortunately, I mean, I guess what you could do is you could bring it up and just confront the situation head on Mm -hmm. and just let them know that you're feeling that way because Mm -hmm. they might not realize that. They might not even, you know, 
have yeah. it in their mind that they're doing that and it's just something that they're doing on accident so you could put it out there and just say but if you think it's something that they're doing intentionally it's like you might mm-hmm. just want to find people who want to spend their time with you yeah I feel like this is like sucky to hear but I would I would ditch this friend and move on to other people mm-hmm. just because like I have been through this before with people and as soon as you cut them loose I feel like you find people that want to spend your their time with you and mm-hmm. you shouldn't be waiting around like if that person was a true friend they would be bringing you with to things and not like only doing things with you when, when no they're... one else was available mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. that just sucks and I think that's a really good point why can't you go with when they do stuff I mean uh-huh. I don't know if it's I think they said it was their best friend if you guys are really best friends then Mm -hmm. there shouldn't be any issue sharing friends yeah because like in college Alyssa and I like we've been best friends for a long time but we also have friends outside of each other and we've always brought the other to things like events or yeah whatever that we had going on and it just I don't know it was just like a normal (laughs) yeah exactly it wasn't ever a big deal like love that I feel like that's how you make more friends yeah so I I don't know I feel like it's kind of a toxic trait if your friend is like nope these are my friends and you can't come meet yeah them. and you're split because you shouldn't have you like I it's totally fine to have friends in a bunch of different friend groups I feel like you and I both mm-hmm. have had that we've had friends in a lot of different corners of our lives mm-hmm. and some of those friend groups are very different from each other which is fine yeah. but you sh- also shouldn't feel awkward if you're like well I'm going to bring merge these two friend groups at totally. one event and see what happens you it shouldn't be that weird you know yeah so yeah that's a tough Did one it say how old they were no, not in this one. Oh, they're in but college. It, yeah, college it, age. That feels very, like, college Yeah. That's an age where I feel like you really figure out friends mm-hmm. and what yeah. kind of friend you want to be, what kind of friends you want to have, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Okay. Should we move on to the next one? Yes. Okay. So basically, me, 17 male, and this girl, 17 female, have been friends for years, and I started to think that she might actually like me back. But being nervous about it, I stopped interacting with her. Things went downhill from there, and after some bad advice from my friends, I decided to ask her out. Unfortunately, she said no, and for a while, she basically turned everyone against me and made my life socially miserable. After the summer break the next year, she tried to make things up with me, but stupidly, I did the same thing I did before and acted like a jerk towards her. Eventually, I realized I was wrong and tried to make things up with her, but then she started doing the same thing that I had done to her. Now, sometimes she's nice to me, but other times she makes snotty comments toward me and judges me for no reason. I'm trying to be nice to her all the time, but I just don't know what to do to make things better between us. Any advice? Oh, that's hard. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's very very like the back and forth of it is Mm kind of toxic i do too like i also feel like if they're both 17 i'm just thinking my brother's 16 mm -hmm. he's love him but he is very immature Mm -hmm. and what they're both doing to each other feels very immature and just maybe they need to grow up a little bit yeah because like that's something that you do when you have a crush is you know and like what what are we always told in 
elementary school middle school if boys are mean to you it probably just means that they like you mm-hmm. not a great way to think no bad, horrible bad. advice yeah but... don't ever think that way that's not a good way to to be but it seems like that's what's happening here like if you mm-hmm. guys are doing this back and forth i like her she likes me but then we're both really mean to each other it's like mm-hmm. do you really want to date somebody that's been mean to you and especially with this girl who said that he said that after she said no to him asking her out she turned their friend group against him yeah like do you really still want to try to have a relationship with this person if she's okay just flipping everybody on you i mean Mm -hmm. again seems just like a toxic thing and i know the advice is not asking for how to make the advice is asking for how to make things better but my advice is to walk away (laughs) i agree yeah yeah I, I was going to say something. I lost my thoughts. Oh, the like whole like back and forth thing too is so confusing for both of them. It's like, yeah, that's a lot of energy to put in and not get much out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think that one's just toxic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everybody has been on the end where you feel like you're outgrowing your friend and you guys eventually drift apart. But has anyone felt like your friend is the one outgrowing you and you guys still hold on to each other, but it's just hurting more on your end? When the person has been outgrown, wants to be the one to break it off, it's kind of ironic. The time between adolescence and adulthood can really break so many friendships. It's not what I want to put distance between us. We've grown up together and went through life together, but recently they've just grown up more than I did. I can't relate to them as much anymore, and I constantly feel belittled and forgotten. I probably do feel jealous, and I've been trying to become more mature because I'm getting to that age, but sometimes things in life just hold you back, and you're stuck having to watch those around you grow while you're still stuck on the ground. What do I do? This one's an interesting one. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. It's like an interesting perspective to Mm -hmm. see, well, this person's just maturing more than I am. I mean good for you to be able to reflect in that Mm -hmm. way and see okay we're drifting apart and it's because they're growing more than I am Mm -hmm. um but you also don't want to be the friend that's trying to hold them back if your friend is growing and maturing and you're you just feel like you're not there yet that's okay everyone grows Mm -hmm. and matures in their own time um but I, I I I don't know. I feel like I saw this with a lot of the friendships that I had from when I was really little to the friends that I I mean, like how we grew up together. Mm-hmm. People just go in different directions and that's completely normal. You can't expect you and your best friend to be on the same wavelength at every stage of life. You're right. gonna go through stages of life at a different time together. Mm-hmm. Um But it's kind of like you just have to be flexible in that relationship to know, okay, we're not the same person. We're not growing at the same time. That's okay. But how do we still have a relationship? Because I think that's completely possible. I do too. And we've talked about this before too, about your 20s. And I don't know if they're in their 20s. I'm just kind of assuming. Mm -hmm. It's such a weird time because like I have friends who are married, friends who have babies, friends who have never dated anyone before, friends Mm -hmm. who live at home, friends who like have moved across the country. And it doesn't mean like I don't want to be friends with people who are in a different phase of life from me. I actually Mm -hmm. think that is like a really fun part of all of my friendships. And I love having friends like you and Nick who are married and like we relate on that. We can do Mm -hmm. couples things. 
but I also really like hanging out with my friends who are single and they fill me in on all of their like right. fun dating stories and things like that and so it's probably hard to be the one being like I want what they have but I'm not ready for that yet yeah but just knowing like one day you will be at that point and it doesn't mean you can't be friends with each other just because you're at different phases right and I think this is another one like I said in one of those last questions was if it's a big deal and it feels like it's hurting your relationship and you're Mm -hmm. like I think at one point they said they feel belittled bring it up you know talk to your friend about it say you know what I I feel like I'm at this stage of life and you're at this stage of life and it makes me feel bad sometimes but like here's why Mm -hmm. and I think that's part of relationships it's good to put how you're feeling out there and again they might be doing something that they're not realizing they're doing and they just need to hear it from Mm -hmm. you that that's how you feel you know yeah um but I again that's just it's it's completely part of friendships I mean yeah and you and I both still have friends that we made in elementary school middle school and they're Mm -hmm. people we've grown up with and and you just grow in different directions but you can still have that relationship and that's okay you know yeah Yeah, and I think, too, something that's hard with those friendships you make when you're little is for the longest time you were on the same track. You went from sixth grade together to seventh grade together and then eighth grade (laughs) together. And you're used to just being on that same track together. And then you get to a point where some people get jobs. Some people stay in school for a really long time. Like, now you're in different planes. But I feel like if you are truly friends then you can get through being at a different place in life yeah and even if you aren't as close as you were in Mm -hmm. middle school high school whatever it's like that's okay you know you can still like have a friendship with them and like go out Mm -hmm. to lunch with them or see them at events or that kind of thing you don't have to be conjoined at the hip maybe like you were when you were younger but again that's okay yeah exactly okay so the next one I need some advice. My best friend got out of a bad breakup with her ex, and they told me if I keep talking to their ex, they won't see me the same way. She just dropped this bomb on me, and I just don't know what to do. They have both been my best friends for years and are practically the only true friends I have. I don't know what to do. I don't want to lose either of them. But again, she showed me screenshots of the things he said, and he really talked down to her and emotionally mistreated her. Still, it was messy because apparently she did that to him too. I just want to keep both my friends, and I don't want things to change like this. She even asked me, are you really going to stay friends with him after learning he did this? I just don't know what to think. Oh. That one's really messy. That's tough. That's really messy because... Like, it's not good on that friend to be controlling who you're friends with. But also, it feels very toxic from a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I don't, like, it's not really fair that your friend is putting you in the middle. Mm-hmm. And if you truly were best friends with both of them individually prior, and then mm-hmm. they started dating, and then they broke up, yeah. they should be mature enough to think okay we can't put her in the middle of our relationship we can't force her to pick sides no matter how messy it is like that's just not really fair to you because you weren't in that relationship and you shouldn't have to pick yeah whose side are you on but if she became best friends with the guy 
like through her friend dating him Mm -hmm. i feel like that makes it a little bit different Mm, absolutely i agree because then it is uncomfortable like wait why are you hanging out together so i'm curious of like how long they've all been friends and i'm curious how old they are yeah it seems because like you know in college or even in high school Mm -hmm. when you have friend groups it seems like everyone kind of dates around the friend group like that's just a normal thing and it seems like this might be the first time that's happening Uh to them so I would guess probably either high school or it feels kind of high schoolish yeah um but no the part the reason why I thought that is because they said they've both been my best friends for years which made me assume that they were oh but they could mm-hmm. be have d- been dating dating for years, for years. Yeah, yeah that's so true. i think that i because i agree if they if the people were dating and then you became best mm-hmm. friends with them both and now you're still talking to the guy then i'd say yeah don't do that that's yeah she was your friend first so yeah. don't don't do that but if they were individually your friends i feel like they need to not put you in the middle mm-hmm. like that yeah that stinks but I think this person also has to realize that no matter what, the relationship is going to change because I'm assuming they probably hung out the three of them a lot. Yeah. And that's going to look a lot different now. So I do think it's okay for this friend to like set up boundaries of saying like, hey, it's okay if you guys are still friends. I just really like I'm not in a place right now where I can also hang out there. Yeah. And I'm also not in a place right now where I can hear a lot of stories about what you guys are doing together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll work on getting to that place maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I Again, I think it just goes back to the communication. Like you need to be mm-hmm. able to communicate with your friends for what's going on, what you're thinking, how you're seeing things. And then you also need to be able to listen to how your yeah. friends are feeling because it sounds like it was a really bad breakup. And if you're their best friends, you can assume you're probably – it goes the other direction too so like they need Mm -hmm. you as they're going through this and you just have to be careful of what their feelings are too because it's tough that kind of stuff is tough that's a really good point okay i 19 female have had a best friend 19 female since first grade we went through little times where we weren't best friends and i went to a different school than her for two years but otherwise we have been inseparable However, recently, I've seen how terrible of a friend she is. (laughs) (laughs) She has left me in awkward and very uncomfortable positions more than once just to get with guys. She asks to hang out and ditches me constantly, even if I have canceled other plans for her. She is not there for me when I need something, even though I'm always there when she needs something. She has gotten me in trouble with my parents before, and has made both my parents and my boyfriend feel worried when I'm hanging out with her. The worst part is I don't think I would have realized how terrible she has treated me if I wasn't if it wasn't for another issue we had. The issue was that she asked me to go to a random guy's house with her because she didn't know him but wanted to hook up with him. She kept pestering me to go because she didn't feel safe enough to go by herself, and I ended up going to my boyfriend's house instead but had to go pick her up still. We've talked about this before that I cannot be caught up in her stupid decisions, but it still happens all of the time. I did try to ghost her recently because I wasn't sure how else to do this and she texted me asking if I was good because I didn't respond to her for two days. She also hasn't done anything super recently, but she's also five hours away from me unless she comes home. 
So anyway, I'm not sure what to do and how to break off this friendship. Should I break this off or just keep or let this keep happening? Interesting. A lot to unpack in that one. Yeah. Um, I feel like, I was going to say, I feel like they're both 19. So they're probably, mm-hmm. what, freshmen in college at this point? Yeah. Freshmen or sophomores? Um, and that I feel like that's the age where you really start to just make decisions for your own. Mm-hmm. And so she might not have been a terrible friend previously. It might have just started mm-hmm. when she started making her own decisions in college, mm-hmm. which stinks. Um, but it's not a good friend to have put you in unsafe situations like that, like going to a random guy's house that you don't know. That's yeah. not okay. Yeah, and here's my take on this i think that if you're feeling like you need to break off this friendship then you need to express that to her because you've been friends since first grade so probably since you were six years old Mm -hmm. so you've been friends for 13 years you can't just ghost someone yeah so it's gonna be a really hard conversation and i don't necessarily think you have to like cut them out cold turkey Mm -hmm. i think you can still be like acquaintances or sort of friends but you don't need to be like best friends like conjoined at the hip best friends yeah Yeah. i think that's a good point again this just goes back to the communication piece like you just have to talk about it and shoving it down and ignoring it is not Mm going to help the situation so i don't know and the other piece of that is because i agree i don't think you have to cut them out completely especially because she lives five hours away and isn't around a lot it's not like you guys have to hang out together 24 7 365 it's not like your roommates and right you know are dealing with this on a daily basis it sounds like you probably only see each other a couple times a month yeah since it's five hours away so that could be another thing too if you're uncomfortable having the conversation I'm sure you're probably going to drift a little bit since you're both not super close and Mm -hmm. things can start to fizzle a little bit and that's okay too you know that's not a bad way to do it and I just don't think completely ignoring her though is the way to go about the way it. to go mm-hmm. i would be so confused if all of a sudden you just stopped texting me <laughs> you're like wait a second what is going on i would probably show up at your house and be like jordan are you okay um, what did i to do you- <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's not a good way to handle it for sure yeah okay you want to read the next one i thought yeah. so oh siri <laughs> oh, wants you to read the next one <laughs> Um, okay, let me find the next one here. So I have a friend who is 24 female that I am no longer friends with. We got into an argument and she told me she would come back and discuss this with queer heads and we haven't spoken in almost three weeks. I do not see any way forward or any way to reconcile. This was the last straw in a series of issues. She has taken steps to sour other relationships with other mutual friends. We have had issues since last October, and these last few weeks have been tough, but I feel like I've processed things and moved forward. I'm in a much better place without her in my life. So today I get a message. She mentioned how a mutual friend and I had gotten closure on our relationship, that friendship was broken off because of this rift, and that she also wanted closure. She asked for a mediator, a good friend of hers, an acquaintance of mine who mediated with the other friend, and an outside party to be present at this meeting. I suspect this outside party is a close friend of hers who, again, is practically a stranger to me. 
I don't need or want closure from her. I have healed Mm -hmm. from the pain she has caused, and the idea of seeing her again fills me with dread. This feels like some sort of trap to get a reaction out of me that she can use to play the victim to her friends and continue to gossip about me. She asked me to meet before a class we share, which also feels manipulative as she knows this would be an emotional meeting and the class following requires a lot of focus and attention. Is it normal to ask... Is it normal for a friend to ask for a mediator and an outside party? Am I in the wrong for refusing to meet to give her this closure? No, do not go. Yeah, this is toxic and it smells bad. She's totally right about this girl's just doing it to keep keep the drama and the gossip continuing. And you are in a place now where you feel good. This kind of happened to me in college. Um... I was, like, friends with a group of girls and eventually realized, like, those weren't the people for me and Mm -hmm. had moved on. At this point, I had met Alyssa. Like, Mm -hmm. I felt really good about the people I was surrounding myself with. Mm -hmm. And that group of girls, like, would ask me, like, come do this, come to this person's dorm room and we need to talk things Mm -hmm. through. And I did it once and it was, like nasty it was just people ganging up on me telling me like why i was not why you're wrong and why you are the one who's screwing everything up right and And it was horrible because i had already come to a place of like i'm so good with where i'm at right now and then it brought Mm -hmm. me back to being like wait am i good with where i'm at right now and so and that's not fair because you had already done the work to get to a good spot and they're like well this is just drama that we can keep milking and i feel like why they did it and why this girl wants to do it is because they know you're in a good spot Mm -hmm. this friend of yours knows that you're in a good spot and they're probably not Mm -hmm. and they're probably jealous that you are in a good spot and you are happy and they're not able to manipulate you anymore Mm -hmm. and so they're trying to do that again a hundred percent because you know what's going on behind closed doors with her new friend group that you're not a part of Mm -hmm. is they're sitting there talking unfortunately they're probably sitting there talking about you because Mm -hmm. they have nothing better to do and so then one smart person in the group is probably saying oh well you know what you have to do you have Uh to go make things right you should be the bigger person quote unquote and go make things right with them totally and you know what i'll come with and i'll help make sure that things don't go south and all have your back when in reality you know that they just want to stir the pot and again get a reaction out of you and Mm -hmm. make you feel nasty which is completely not okay and the other thing is like if they were a real true friend like if you and i ever got into an argument and we needed Mm -hmm. to talk things out the last thing i would want is for more people to be in that conversation because that just blurs the line so much and i would Uh truly just want to sit and have the conversation with you with nobody else involved yeah so what do you think the girl should say because she's gonna have to say no like do you think she should be completely honest and say like no i'm not an i don't need closure yeah i would probably just say you know what no i'm not really comfortable if you want to talk Mm -hmm. one-on-one i would consider that but Mm -hmm. it would have to be not during school hours Mm-hmm. Um, I also don't really need this closure, so you'd kind of have to meet me halfway and not have it be totally. completely under your terms because it sounds like you need this and I truly just don't. So yeah. if, it, if this is something you truly need, here are let's my do this conditions. On. Yeah, exactly. That's what and I if, would say. And at if least. the person doesn't want to meet you at those conditions, then they don't want to do the meeting. So. Yeah, they don't want to truly do the meeting with mm-hmm. you. They just want to do it for the drama. 
Yeah, which is not cool. I don't look. That stuff just makes me feel so icky. I, I just know, hate and toxic I just, stuff like that. I just feel like like we're both surrounded by just such good true yeah. friends that it's hard to listen to stories it kind of like brings me back yeah. to like well, when I, think, I was in a place like this yeah because I think you and I have both been in really toxic friendship relationships mm-hmm. before and then when we found each other we were both just like we want to be so far from that yeah <laughs> or I think it's made our relationship a lot healthier because it's like we know what we don't want we exactly. both have been through it and we want to just have the healthiest friendship we possibly mm-hmm. can so yeah it's kind of good to go through that crap sometimes because it gets you to a really good spot but it sucks to go through going it when through you're it. going through mm-hmm. it yeah so yeah okay this guy I like 26 male message me messages me 24 female or snaps me or he will respond to things I post on my story here and there. But when I respond, he either takes a long time to respond or he doesn't try to continue the conversation. I am so confused because he is the one that reaches out. So why even bother if you're not going to have a conversation? Something happened between us because of a friend, so we stopped talking a couple of months ago. But then we cleared the air and started, and he started messaging me here and there. Why? This is so, I feel like, I think one of my friends actually has had this happen to her recently and she's like, I don't know what Mm -hmm. to do because this is so, it's so weird. Um, I mean, it's not so weird, but it's just like confusing. So annoying, yeah. What to do. It's like, are you trying to start a conversation or are you truly Mm -hmm. just reacting to things? And he's 26. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Boys just don't mature very well. (laughs) Yeah. My guess is that he's playing the field and you're not the only one he's starting conversations with. Mm-hmm. 100%. I agree. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think you can do better, honey. Yeah. I just like, I don't know what goes on in a guy's mind. And mm-hmm. I know there are a lot of guys that do this where they just respond. And I think my, my thought for why it would be happening is they probably just want to keep you on the hook. And let uh-huh, you be one totally. of the cards in his deck that's yep. like, oh, you're in my recents. Here you go. And that's why he's not super interested in starting a conversation, but just wants mm-hmm. to know like, hey, you're around. Hey, yes. we kind of connect. But yeah. Did you ever watch How I Met Your Mother? Yes. So like that episode on the hook and how like everybody's like on yeah. someone's hook. Uh-huh. That's I feel like you hit the nail on the head by saying like, she's on his hook like yeah once he messages her she's like okay i'm like in i'm ready for this and then he doesn't keep the conversation going so you're kind of she tries to start one yeah Uh and it's like if you just block this guy yeah you i bet you would feel so much happier it goes back to what you always say if he wanted to he would totally and if he's not responding to have a conversation it's kind of telling yeah and and like especially if this is happening multiple times if it just happened one time it'd be like okay well you you don't really know but if this is happening over and over again you know exactly Mm -hmm. where he's at yeah um you know in high school when like if a guy took like 12 minutes to snap you back, then you would oh. also take 12 minutes to snap them back. Yeah. This guy feels like he's still doing that and he's 26. So Gross. <laughs> yeah. If he was in high school, it'd be like, okay, this makes sense. But you're when you're 26, year old, yeah, you probably have friends that are married and have children. So let's uh-huh. please. Your brain is fully developed at 26. So you have no more excuses, buddy. Yeah. 
that's what I worry about when I see some 24 year olds and how they act I'm like oh come on your brain's got to develop pretty quick in the next year yeah you've only got two years come on (laughs) oh that's too funny um okay this next one uh hi everyone I am 24 female and have come to the realization today that a group of my friends that I'm a part of isn't thinking of me the same way I think of them and perhaps doesn't actually like being around me all that much This is fine. People drift and I can't be liked by everyone and all that. Obviously, it's sad and will hard for me to do. So basically, I'm just looking for advice on how to process the feelings and how to cope with distancing myself from people I was hoping were my closest friends. They've started bailing on hanging out eight out of 10 times when we make plans and I barely get answers when I ask them to hang out, etc, etc. So it's pretty clear to me how they feel and I have so much fun around them. So I'm just going to miss it all. Any advice is welcome advice. Oh, that's that's really sad. That's like exactly what happened to me in high school. Mm -hmm. The friend group that I was in did that and just decided one day that I wasn't a part of the group anymore. So I totally know how that feels. And Mm -hmm. it really, really, really sucks to go through. Um, But then when you kind of get out of your closest friend's circle, you kind of see who the other friends around you are Mm -hmm. and you can start giving them some more of your time and... I was really fortunate because I had really, really good people kind of around me on the outside mm-hmm. that ended up are now like some of the closest friends. I have like a few of those girls were in my wedding, yeah. you know, and so it sucks that that happens and it's usually not something that you can control, um, but you end up finding really good people once you mm-hmm. get out of that, the people who are like, I'm going to, you're, you're, you're lifers, the people who are yeah. like, I'm going to sit here and do life with you. And that's a mm-hmm. pretty cool thing to find those people. But usually it's when you go through something like this is when you find those people. It's crazy. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about all the closest people I have, I found right after I was like friendship broken up yeah. with, which yeah. I'm really fortunate for. I'm really happy that I have these people. Went through, yeah. Well, and I was thinking too, this girl is very mature and being like, yep, I understand they don't want to be my friend anymore not everyone's gonna like me I'm just gonna miss hanging out with them we have fun together and I feel like yeah. that's the hardest part yeah because you try to hang on to it because there are good times and mm-hmm. she was saying that they say no to hanging out eight out of ten times but I bet those two times that they do hang out are really fun mm-hmm. and that's the part that's hard to let go of because unfortunately when you do let go you're gonna hit a spot where you're really lonely for a little bit before you meet those new people and that place sucks and I think you and I have both been in it I vividly remember being a college freshman and going through that and taking dinner from the calf up to my dorm room so I didn't have to sit in there and eat alone and look at everybody else sitting with their friends but when I came out of that I had some of the best friends and It was so worth it. Like I would go through it a hundred more times. Mm-hmm. So I think she just kind of has to be ready for that sucky part and just know like you will get through it and mm-hmm. you will find the people that make you feel good. And you're not the one always asking them to hang out. They're asking you to hang out. A hundred percent. Like they'll meet you halfway on here's what we're doing. Come with, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, I think that's such a good point. It's so hard. Like just like you said 
I completely remember being I think you and I were going through that same thing at the exact mm-hmm. same time and we college. just didn't like we were and, running parallel to yeah. each other <laughs> we were like where's where's the other person that sat uh-huh. <laughs> um and I like I remember thinking there's no way out of this I'm gonna spend yeah. the rest of my college time alone and by myself and this is gonna suck mm-hmm. and it's so hard to see it's like you almost have blinders on or your yeah. vision is cloudy because all you can see is the hurt and the sadness and like okay Mm -hmm. I'm now missing these people um but it's as soon as you start kind of stepping out and taking some chances to hang out with Mm -hmm. new people because I remember that's really I remember the first time you and I hung out the two of us where it was like Uh a planned hangout day and I was so nervous I was like Mm -hmm. gosh don't screw this up because this (laughs) could be your only friend for the next little while and you know we we just came to our six-year anniversary like I saw two that. days ago. Okay, so funny story of how Alyssa and I will always know when it's our first time hanging out anniversary is yeah. because we were hanging out in Alyssa's dorm room and we decided to get ordained yeah. <laughs> on the internet. Just, Only in Wisconsin are we yeah. ordained. So if you want us to marry you, it has to be there. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, but every year we get an email <laughs> saying, Congrat- this one said like, congratulations, Reverend, or something. Yeah. I was like, what the heck? When I saw six years, I was like, man, it- are we really that old? Because that yeah, means we right? were freshmen in college six years six ago. Six years ago. The best yeah. year of my life was six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, but we had that some was fun a good times. Year. Uh-huh. Yeah. I- what I would do to go back and just see that conversation play out. Like, how did we get to that point of, let's just get ordained really quick right now. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But anyways, those first times that you're hanging out with someone new. Mm -hmm. And my advice is like, always be the person that invites people to do things. You know, like Mm -hmm. if you see someone, if you're in college and you see someone like sitting by themselves, ask them to come join you. Ask them to come sit by you at the football game. Like be the person who includes others Mm -hmm. and just know like that can make such a huge difference in someone's life. Yeah, because you kind of don't really know what other people are going through Mm -hmm. friendship wise until... Like, you might never even know, you yeah. know, and sometimes that person just might need someone to reach out. And that's what happened to me in high school. I just had a couple of girls who started including mm-hmm. me in things, and it made such a difference on the rest yeah. of my high school experience because I had really good people, like, yeah. just doing stuff like that. And again, now they're some of my closest friends yeah. that I have. And I think it's also to go out and do that is kind of a biblical thing, too, mm-hmm. because we're on this earth to serve others like that's what it means to like be a christian and you know to -hmm. go around and serve one another and when you do that when you go and you reach out and you know kind of help people in that way even if you don't even know what what's going on with them they might not even need it that's part of just serving one another and that's a really really special thing to do yeah my new favorite quote i can't remember if i told you on the podcast or who I told it to, but it's mm-hmm. just called, like, we're all walking each other home. Mm-hmm. And I just I love that. I just think it's so, I think it was the podcast I said it, so I'll be brief, but it's just so beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. we're all just like here. Nobody, this is everybody's first time doing life. Nobody yeah. has the answer. <laughs> we're all just we're walking each other and like trying to, like, I don't know, include others, be kind. Yeah. Yeah, because again, you don't know what anybody else is going through, mm-hmm. and why make this walk home 
any harder on somebody right. else than it already is like life is already hard enough mm-hmm. why would you want to make it harder on somebody once you just yeah. want to make it easier like think of all the times somebody did something nice for you and how good mm-hmm. that made you feel imagine doing something little like that for somebody else yeah. just once a day exactly. for the rest of your life like how much of a difference that actually makes yeah today I was driving and I didn't even realize I was kind of in a funk but then this old man walking his dog gave me the biggest smile and wave oh. and I was just like oh I didn't even know how much I just needed that. Oh, that is so sweet. (laughs) Yeah, just be that person. That's all I got for you. Yeah, I love that. Good way to end the pod today. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, As always, follow us on Instagram at Kitchen Counter Talks Pods, and we will see you next week on the Kitchen Counter. Bye. Bye.